You're listening to the John Stapleton Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today we are talking about the black Hebrew Israelite cult. Yes, that's that's right. It's a cult. Uh, let me just jump into the history and we'll talk about this. Uh, the origins of the black Hebrew Israelite movement, is, it was founded by a guy named Frank Cherry and William Sand- Saunders Crowdy, who both claimed that they received visions um, where they believed that God was telling them that the African Americans are the real Hebrew Israelites. And as a result, they founded the Church of the Living God, the Pillar and the Pillar Ground of Truth for All Nations in 1886. So this this movement goes back uh, a century. And Crowdy also founded um, the Church of God and the Saints of Christ in 1896, according to Wikipedia. Um, moving along, Cherry taught that Jesus uh, was coming back in 2000 AD. Uh, it is 2024 today, so you can know where to file him as a prophet. There's actually a, a verse in Deuteronomy that says if someone prophesies something and it doesn't happen, you can consider them a false prophet. Uh, later on in the 19th century, he proceeded to claim that the African Americans were the biological descendants of the Hebrews in the Bible. Now, the black Hebrew Israelite movement, it's very similar to the Hebrew roots movement, except it has a special emphasis on the fact that uh, the, the Hebrews are actually blacks. No one else, just blacks, the blacks in America. And, uh, and it's also really confusing because they have multi, they have like many different names for the same movement. Uh, they go by the black Hebrew Israelites, the Hebrew Israelites, the black Hebrews, the black Israelites, and even the African, uh, even the African Hebrew Israelites. However, uh, the black Hebrew Israelites are not to be confused with the black Jews. (laughs) I love the clarity here. Um, perhaps the best way to understand these names is a representative of multiple churches within a movement. Now, here's the thing I hate the most about them. They revise history, history constantly, constantly. Like they keep saying that the people in the Middle East, the Jews in the Middle East, they're not really Jews. And so what does that make them? Well, it makes them imposters as well. It's really interesting. A lot of these people, they tried to, the, the black Hebrew Israelites, they tried to move back to Israel um, in the, I think it was the mid-1900s. And, um, and, and they were, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, in 2019, they got a lot more eyes and ears. They got a lot more uh, focus, a lot more popularity uh, because of their bullying techniques. And so let, let me say this, everyone that has, everyone that believes in something, truly believes in something, they talk about it. Whether you're atheist, agnostic, Christian, Muslim, like whatever your thing is, you talk about it. Well, they talk about it too, but they do it in a, uh, in a, uh, with tactics that are uh, meant to bully and intimidate those who listen to them. And they've even called, like they, they went to Covington Catholic High School, for example, and they harassed, these radicals harassed some white students, calling them crackers and incest kids and racists and bigots. And, uh, and I, I'm just thinking, how do you win anybody to, your, to, to this belief by name calling? I mean, this, is, this, is, this goes beyond just pointing out, hey, everyone's a sinner, right? Um, it, it's not that. It's, 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 it's attacking someone's personal character based on how they were born. It's insidious. And then um, in 1986, the Church of God and the Saints of Christ were, um, uh, they established 
Uh, they were established by their founder and so-called prophet William Crowdy. Uh, by 1936, the church planted over 200 more churches, so-called, or what they call tabernacles. It's reminiscent of the, uh, the first temple, the first tent of meeting in the Bible, the tabernacle. Now, their hinge verse, where they get all of their theology from, is Deuteronomy 28, verse 6. And it says this, um, The Lord will bring you back in ships to Egypt, a journey that I promised that you should never make again, and there you shall offer yourselves for sale for your, to your enemies as male and female slaves, but there will be no buyer. What he's saying here, so, so Deuteronomy 28 it goes over the curses and the blessings of the covenant. If they keep the covenant, God will bless them. They'll stay in their land. They'll be prosperous. They'll, they won't have a bad reputation among the nations. But if they disobey God, they will. Exile will occur. And this is exactly what he's describing. Um, but here's what they'll point out. They'll say that in Israel's history, they never went back to Egypt. But the one time they did go back, somewhere in ships was the transatlantic slave trade. But if you read the prophet Jeremiah, and I, I, you should hang out in, in chapters 41 and 42 and uh, 44, it talks about Babylon and Egypt synonymously. And it, it's, it's really interesting how it's written because it says in verse 7, like I'll just read it. This is Jeremiah uh, 43, 7. They came into the land of Egypt for they did not obey the voice of the Lord. And they arrived at Toppenus. So they actually, Toppenus is by Memphis. They actually were in Egypt. And then later uh, in that same chapter, you can read how Babylon was going to overtake Egypt. And these two nations operate the same way. They are anti-God. They are anti-Israel. And so Babylon is called Egypt because Egypt was, Egypt entered the picture first. And so this is what, this is the problem with a, a, a really rigid uh, reading of scripture. Another point in Deuteronomy 28, it says that they'll offer themselves for sale, but no one will want to buy them. Um, that's not what happened in the transatlantic slave trade. People were bought for money. And so it's not the same event. It's not the same event. And, um, and this verse is very it's, it's kind of a throwaway verse. Like when you read the commentaries, there are not a lot of people that want to talk about it because it's not that clear. However, Jeremiah is very insightful. And for the people that don't read the prophets and they don't know their Old Testament, they're going to get hoodwinked into thinking, oh my gosh, this prophecy was never fulfilled. Here's the problem with them. Uh, they are a black supremacist group. The FBI is actually keeping tabs on them because they are They've attacked people. Like in 1999, the FBI terrorism risk uh, assessment report uh, stated violent radical fringe members. Here, here's, here's an interesting thing. Uh, on December, so this is a report. Um, on December the 28th from uh, 2019, so this is pretty recent, a man with a machete, a machete, attacked several Orthodox Jewish people during Hanukkah celebrations in a house in Monty, New York. Authorities revealed that his journals included references to black Hebrew Israelites, stating that Hebrew Israelites have taken, uh, have taken from the Abinoid Israelites, or the black um, Israelites. So what do we do with all this? Um, this movement is more and more aggressive than 
the Hebrew Roots movement. Hebrew Roots attempts to go back to the law of Moses as a way of life, but the black Hebrew Israelite movement emphasizes that black African Americans are the true Jews of the Bible. And just like the Hebrew Roots movement, they take the Old Testament, they take the New Testament, they try to practice syncretism and, and adopt both covenants, which you cannot do. I got a comment on my video about the Hebrew Roots, um, on my podcast about the Hebrew Roots movement. And someone said, well, you know, um, we're in um, we're in the same family tree. Okay, same family, different covenant. This is what happens when we don't read our Bible carefully. Ironically, they operate just like white supremacist groups, except they're black. And I'm just going to go out off a limb and say this. Since it's clear that Jesus put an end to Judaism, they reject him as God, they reject him as Lord, they reject him as Savior, and they think that he was just another law-abiding Jew, which... Which is not true. If you've read the Gospels, why did Jesus get in trouble? He kept breaking the Sabbath. Jesus was not a rule follower. He wrote the rules. Which means he can show us the true meaning of those rules. And on the surface, to those people that adopt the letter of the law, it looks like they're breaking their rules. In fact... The reason they plotted for his life, go read John 5. The reason they plotted for his life was because he didn't take them or their rules seriously. So you cannot say that. And anyone who adopts this belief, as I said with the Hebrew Roots Movement, they've left their faith. They've left it. I I encourage you, go back and read the book of Galatians and learn. Learn how God gave his promise to Abraham 430 years before the law came into effect. This is the point that Paul makes in Galatians 3, verse 17. This is a movement that denies the gospel of Jesus Christ and is a gospel of works. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll adopt the law and we'll, we'll take this ordinance and that ordinance from the new covenant and uh, we'll just make our own religion. But Paul says this, and I want to go back to my first, my first point that this movement was started by a guy who had a vision, so-called, that the black, the black, that the African Americans were the true Jews of the Bible. This is like Joseph Smith in, in Mormonism. And Paul says in Galatians 1 verse 6, I'll end on this note here. Paul says this, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. It's a different one. Not that there's another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven were to preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we've said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. He's cursed. Anybody... Listen, and I'm, I'm eventually going to do an episode on this. The reason why a lot of ideas, a lot of modern ideas fall flat on their face is because they're new ideas. And, and the new ideas often correct old ideas. But the old ideas are the more accurate ideas because, listen, you cannot say that all those people that lived before us were dumb and they didn't know anything. So let's create our own thing. It's not the same as the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ 
is the promise to the nations given to Abraham that through Abraham all the nations would be blessed. And you read through Israel's history, and sprinkled therein are some foreigners who are God-fearers. In the Psalms, David and the the sons of Korah and the other psalmists, they say, let the nations be glad, let the nations be glad, let the nations be glad. The prophets come and they say, hey, there is one coming, the, the Christ is coming, the Messiah is coming, the anointed one is coming, the Lord is coming, the day of the Lord is coming, and then Jesus shows up. And on the surface, it looks like he's rejecting the Gentiles. He tells a Syrophoenician woman, it's not my place to give uh, the, you know, the, the children's bread to the dogs. And the Gentile woman rece- still received that. Yeah, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And guess what Jesus did? He gave her the bread. He healed her daughter. He showed up for her as he showed up for his people. And then the church is born. And the church, the church goes out. Well, the the church first stays homogenous; they stay Jewish. And then there's Paul, and Paul is the disciple, the the apostle to the nations, to the Gentiles, and he interprets the Old Testament for the rest of us who did not grow up in that culture to understand how Jesus fits in the Old Testament. And if we abandon this, we've we've embraced a different gospel. If you are a black Hebrew Israelite, if you consider yourself as one, you're not a Christ follower, and you're not even a Jew. You're self-deceived, and you're worshiping demons. God bless, and I'll see you next time.